is a steel studies. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hump Day, double shot, April 6, 2022, and welcome to another episode of the study session. Coming back at you again for a double dose of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of this still study, for listening, reading, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter and comment that way at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. One of my favorite days of the week. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Steel City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording next week. I will let you know specifically which day that is. We're going to be covering the draft. But Jim is super insightful and knowledgeable about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. It is linked in the show notes. And studies. Wednesday. April 6th. Episode 281. And on the earlier episode of the session today, I talked about the position of strength for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I identified as the outside linebacker group. And really, that's based off of the otherworldly abilities of T.J. Watt and the growth and development of Alex Highsmith. And I talked about the weaker positions on the team, naming cornerback, just because of the uncertainty and the lack of chemistry and camaraderie that is existing between Cam Sutton, Akella Witherspoon, and Levi Wallace. And I also pointed out quarterback because you have a trio of three guys who really, outside of Mitchell Trubisky, have not done much. And Trubisky, for being the second overall pick in the NFL draft a few years back, he's done some nice things, but none of them have set the world on fire. But when you talk about star players on this team, who are they? Who are those players that stand out that really make make Steelers Nation hopeful and optimistic that 2022 can be a successful season? So taking a spin on the positive here and continuing with looking at strengths Today I want to talk about those players that really this team can build, build around, rally around to make 2022 a successful season. And it starts with a player that I mentioned yesterday in talking about that outside linebacker group, making it the strongest 
on the team, but TJ Watt. The conversation can start with TJ Watt, and it doesn't end there because there are other players on the team that can be considered outstanding to elite, and TJ Watt heads that list. Defensive player of the year, showed last year he could be a game changer with some of the sacks that he came up with, forced turnovers. He's a leader on this squad, and he gives hope that this defense can be an elite unit, return to that type of form. I guarantee you he is training this offseason to put himself in position to deliver just as productive and successful of a season in 2022 that he did in 2021. And you know what? The guy will deliver because he's a gamer, he's passionate about his craft, and he's going to get it done. The defensive side of the ball has several other players that give reason for optimism. Look at Cameron Hayward in the season that he had last year. Leader, stout against the run, can provide a pass rush, can rally his team. He's an emotional leader. He sets the tone. He doesn't take any nonsense. When it comes time to get that unit in line on the defensive side of the ball, he's the player that the team looks to. So pairing a TJ Watt with a Cameron Hayward, that defense is in pretty good hands. And it doesn't stop there on the defensive side of the ball. Continuing to look at that defense, Mika Fitzpatrick also fits that mold of being an elite level player, a game changer who can set the tone in that defensive backfield, can come up with a big turnover and While he didn't have as splashy as a year last year as he's had in previous seasons, he proved himself to be physical, a tone setter in rush defense, and really unveiled another element of his game that maybe we didn't know he was capable of. So that, in addition to his ball skills, really makes him invaluable to the defense and a player that you have to feel good about in your secondary, especially with a lot of the new parts that this team is going to have next year and what that unit can do. So those are three guys defensively, defensive side of the ball, who are their elite players that the team is going to rally around. I wouldn't put Miles Jack into that category yet, even though I think he is solid. I think Akella Witherspoon has an opportunity to be something special with this team. We don't know what's happening at strong safety yet. Stephon Tuitt, if he returns and is healthy, can be solid. So there's a lot of solid pieces on this defense. But those are your three elite guys that you can build around. On the offensive side of the football, it's going to start with Najee Harris. He was outstanding in his rookie year behind a bad offensive line. Bad. You guys remember just how bad the run blocking was last year? Did you forget about that? 
let re, let me remind you in case you did that offensive line was the worst in football and the fact that Harris ran for 1200 yards is just incredible and think of what he's going to do behind an offensive line that has been rebuilt a year for some of these younger guys to improve their craft he's going to have an even better season he's versatile he is going to be the offense in 2022 and he is their best offensive ball player right now and he's what's going to give hope to this offense to keep this team competitive it's going to be a run focused unit and it's going to start with Najee Harris so he is one of your bright spots young guy second year another second year guy who again I wouldn't put him in an elite category but I put him in the very 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 good category is Pat Fryermuth second year tight end Fryermuth had a strong season in his rookie year you can build on that he had a lot to offer. He was sure-handed in a lot of situations. Sure, he had some costly mistakes to fumble against Detroit. But you can only imagine him getting better and being an even bigger contributor in 2022. James Daniels. Now, we don't know where he's going to be slotted to play, if he's going to be a right guard, if they're going to put him at center. He's got position versatility, but he automatically becomes the Steelers' best offensive lineman. They didn't have that type of player last year. So he's a player you could build this offense around. Physical, tone setter, going to help get that run game going. And then finally, some might criticize my selection here, but Deontay Johnson, in terms of being a solid wide receiver he does fit that bill and he did improve his drops last season even though he still had a few it wasn't as bad as it was in 2020 but he can be explosive with the football in his hands he showed that he could make some vertical catches down the field but he is a player that you could build around and he's going to be called upon to be a big part of this offense this coming season so the studs on offense, Najee Harris, Pat Freyermuth, James Daniels, and Deontay Johnson. Those are the four guys on defense that you can build around. Now, their talents don't hit that elite level that I would put Hayward, Fitzpatrick, and Watt into. They don't fit that category, but they are good in their own right. And really, those are the seven guys on this team that really have to have outstanding seasons. They have to be contributors. They have to help bring along whomever these rookies are that they draft to become new parts of this team or the the players that this team has added through free agency. These will be the guys that if this 2022 Steelers organization is to make the postseason, these players will have to excel and what always happens every year is there are players that come out of the woodwork who you didn't forecast having big seasons or who have a big jump in their performance in their games maybe we'll see that from Dan Moore or Chooks Akor for or Kenja Green 
the light goes on for him or Devin Bush recovers from his injury. Cameron Sutton steps up in his second-year starter. We don't know, but there are always those nice surprises. Or a rookie who comes in and just plays lights out. But these are seven guys that we should be able to count on for being staples on the Steelers team this coming season. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of the double shot here on Wednesday, this hump day, this April 6, 2022. And my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Steel Study. Thank you so much for listening, reading, and sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Comment on the articles. Drop me a line via email. Give me a follow on Twitter. Would love to connect with you. Get you on the Saturday bag. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex. It's linked in the show notes. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.